Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast, where we talk about all things OCD. I'm your host, Christina Orlova. If you enjoy this podcast and want to join my free OCD and anxiety relief community, go to www.coreresults.com forward slash Facebook. That's K-O-R results.com forward slash Facebook. See you there. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode. So, you know, what I want to cover today is, um, one is in October, typically, we, from October 10th through the 16th, it's actually OCD Awareness Week. And I actually have a concept that I really loved um, that I just recently discussed with a colleague and a friend of mine in the field, Matt Cody, and um, he works with Restored Minds. That, that's his um, practice and, and coaching business, and he really helps people um, through his digital courses um, and, and coaching program and training program to really break free from OCD. And one of the things that we talked about is kind of how do we understand OCD? So, one of the things that I wanted to cover and kind of bring us back to, especially when we're heading to OCD Awareness Week, and really I would say, you know, we can even have it be the whole month. Why not, right? And, and, and the reality is if you're living with OCD, you know it's not even a week or a month. It's, it's everyday experience, right? It's, it's, it's a lifelong experience. So one of the things that I loved of how he framed, and I thought I would bring it to you is he said, you know, we really want to understand OCD, kind of the cycle of it, right? And when we can understand the cycle of how OCD works, we really want to then look at it as, um, you know, not, not a problem about thoughts, right? Not a problem about um, having intrusive content because, you know, if you live with OCD, you know, it, the content can really be anything and everything, and it can really jump around to different things. And it's really not a problem around, um, feelings because you'll have different feeling states and a lot of them repetitive like anxiety, shame, guilt, but it's really a problem around behavior. It's an OCD problem. It's a behavioral problem. And if it, you can really grasp this principle and kind of reframe it in this way that it's, it's a behavioral problem, then it's kind of cool because you can look at it more as, oh, well, if it's a behavioral problem, I actually can do something about that, right? Because if it's a, if it's a thought problem, how are you going to try to solve it? You're going to try to do things that address thoughts, right? You're going to try to fight it, try to not think about it, try to analyze it, um, try to figure it out. But if it's not a thought problem, but a behavioral problem, and you understand the cycle of how OCD works, then you might say, well, hold on a second. Behaviorally, then I actually have control, right? I actually kind of I'm the master of my behavior. I'm in the power seat, right? It's me. I'm driving this process. So I then get to decide what I do with my behavior. So to do that, I want to give us a quick overview of the OCD cycle and, and then kind of talk a little bit about, you know, kind of from this um, bird's eye view lens of understanding then how behavior can shape your OCD experience. So the OCD cycle is really what we're talking about is first you have intrusive thoughts, right? And, and really it's not always thoughts. Like sometimes it can be an intrusive image. It can be an intrusive feeling state, um, but it's basically something that pops into your mind and it's really not in your control. And it's not something generally that you like. 
So people with OCD, you know, when you're having these intrusive thoughts pop in all the time, usually they're, they're more correlated to be something that we call to be ego dystonic, meaning it's something that doesn't really line up with who you know yourself to be. So your sense of self and, and these intrusive content, um, it, it's not congruent. E, and that means ego dystonic. When you have something that's ego syntonic, it means that it's actually in alignment and congruent with who you know yourself to be. You like it. So when we're talking about OCD intrusions, we're talking about intrusive processes that are not connected to who you really are at the core. But the way OCD works is you probably end up doubting it and questioning it all the time. So when we're talking about the OCD cycle, that's kind of the first piece is that you get this intrusive stuff that pops in, there it is. Mind you, everybody on planet earth, basically, that's a human. Usually we all have some, some random intrusive thoughts that pop in throughout our lifetimes at different points in our lifetimes. So it's not like, like this is a foreign concept. Like we all have that. It's just when you have OCD brain, you know, there's a biological process of how your brain is filtering information where sometimes you may not um, recognize that those intrusive thoughts are just that, right? And, and so you put a lot of stock into them. You, you assign a lot of meaning. You create a whole story about, you know, what they mean, what they must mean about you, what they must say about you. So that's the, the intrusive part of uh, th that happens in the cycle. Right after that process happens, what happens internally is your fight and flight response gets triggered. So you start to have anxiety. You get really uncomfortable you're literally having a real life and, um, kind of experience in your body, right? Stuff is happening. Your thoughts are racing. Your heart's really beating fast or something's going on, right? And when that's happening, then they usually that leads a person to want to engage in some sort of a behavior. Um, and the thing is the behavior is any act that you're taking because you're trying to basically solve it. You're trying to make it all stop and go away, right? Because, Anybody, you know, if you're sitting with something that's really anxiety producing and, and you're having, you know, the, this, this anxiety producing, you know, images or thoughts that are intrusive or feelings that are intrusive, it makes sense. You're going to want to try to get rid of them, right? So you then start to do some sort of a behavior to try to solve it, resolve it, figure it out. And what happens after is you feel a little bit of a sense of relief. Maybe you even feel like you got a little clarity. Maybe you even feel like you have a little bit of that certainty and you're kind of like, oh, okay, I feel kind of all right. But usually very shortly after that, what follows is more intrusion. And next thing you know, boom, there goes that fight and fight response. Boom, there goes that desire to want to do something behaviorally to make it go away. And then again, you might have a little bit of peace and feel a little better, but then mm, intrusion comes in again. So really we want to understand OCD as a cycle. It, it's a cyclical problem, right? There's a cyclical issue here of, of how this whole thing works. And so when the cycle comes online, you want to be able to recognize that, you know, whatever the content is, doesn't really matter because the content, it, it, there's always going to be some sort of content that the brain is going to want to latch onto, right? If you live with OCD, you know, always there's something that the brain gets stuck on, latched onto. So if you get, keep getting stuck on the content, you're going to keep trying to think your way out of it essentially, right? So, so you're still going to be addressing it as a thinking problem. But what we need to look at is, is like Matt, uh, Matt Code said is, Look at it as a behavioral problem where you really want to actually put your attention on solving everything through the behavior. So what that means is if it's a cyclical problem, that means that my behavior 
Okay. My behavioral response is feeding this cycle. And if I change my behavioral response, I actually get to change that cycle. So essentially, if I keep responding to it, then I'm basically telling my, my brain that those intrusions are actually threatening. They're dangerous. That feeling, that uncomfortable state of anxiety, it's dangerous. But if I start to, in fact, focus on changing my behavior, I start to starve that cycle. And the more I starve that cycle, then my brain starts to learn that, okay, well, there's not a response to this anymore. And then the brain starts to go, well, if there's not a response to this, it doesn't want to waste its energy there. It's going to move on to other things. So, you know, our brains, our bodies always want to really capitalize on its energy. It wants to restore its energy. It wants to maximize its energy. So if you stop giving it that energy and that response through your behavior and through the attention that you give it, then the brain gets to actually relearn. And then what happens is everything starts to cool down. So the concept here that I want you to take away from today's episode as kind of um, precursor, if you will, um, getting us geared up towards OCD Awareness Week, which starts on October 10th through the 16th. Um, but I mean, again, I would venture to say, you know, let's, let's make it even a whole month, OCD Awareness Month. And really, I mean, again, it's, you know, let, let's just, let's really acknowledge the fact that OCD is an everyday struggle. You know, it's, it's a serious mental health disorder. It's a mental health condition. Um, you know, there's a the biological component of the brain structure that's impacted. Um, you know, there's, there's how you're raised um, in your own culture, in your own environment that impacts, you know, who, who you are. And then there's, you know, just this, this automatic process that happens. And, and when you don't fully grasp how OCD works, it's really easy to get suckered into, um, you know, attaching a lot of meaning uh, to this process and, and not realizing that this is my brain essentially producing a lot of junk, even though it sounds really, really convincing. And that's kind of you know, how OCD experience is, it's everything is very convincing. But if you kind of start to reframe it, not as a thinking problem, but as a behavioral problem, then it gives you power back because you, you get to then make a decision what you want to do with your behavior. Do you want to respond or not? Um, and that doesn't mean it's not uncomfortable. That means that I am now understanding that, yeah, it might be uncomfortable, but I'm going to start to take control over my response because with OCD, oftentimes we, we want to, you know, we kind of go into this mode of thinking, well, I feel like I have to do this or I have to do that. But if we really look again and ask ourselves, well, do I really need to do that though? Do I really need to do that behavior? Do I really need to sit here and think more about this? Do I really need to um, count something, you know, 10 times? Um, do I really need to seek that reassurance again, right? So you want to recognize where is it that you actually have power and actually have some say in this process. And once you understand that cycle and how it works and that place where you actually can make change happen, that literally is like day and night. That, that, will, that will make or break the cycle. So when you start to focus on your behavior, you literally have the capacity and the power to break this whole thing apart. Um, it doesn't, again, mean it's not going to be uncomfortable, but it does mean you get to be empowered. You get to be in control. But that also means you have to be accountable. You have to hold yourself responsible 
right? You have to really own it and you have to really be, be honest, you know, and I'm a big advocate and, and, and I, and, you know, I really love, you know, truth and honesty and I really, you know, have to be honest about, you know, there's times in my life I've totally lied to myself and I've um, rationalized things to myself and I've excused my behaviors, you know, and I've had to come, I've had to have a lot of kind of moments with myself to be really honest about why am I really doing this? Really? What is this really about? Like, is this really truly the thing I want to do? Or is this just me compulsively, you know, trying to neutralize things? So I want you to really take that concept and really um, kind of reframe this for yourself that, you know, look at it from the angle that it's really more of a behavioral problem um, and that you actually do have things you can do about it. And of course, the number one tool is exposure response prevention. And then, you know, um, I always love to incorporate also acceptance commitment therapy and, and mindfulness training. All right. Thanks so much. And see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to OCD Whisperer podcast. If you are ready to take control of your life, join our free five-day OCD recovery kickstart challenge. Go to www dot coreresults.com forward slash number five day challenge that's k-o-r results.com forward slash number five the word day and challenge